find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the Collapse Experiment. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Collapse Experiment, where yes, indeed, we are in a collapse. So I didn't know this until yesterday, but apparently this podcast is a completely Trump-biased outlet, and uh, apparently that offends some people. I don't know. When was the last time I actually talked about Trump on this show? I I would really like somebody to actually go back through my my episodes and try to figure out when the hell that was, because uh, unless something happened in the news, I can't recall talking about this is this is about the current social and economic collapse that we're experiencing not only in our country but around the world but somehow somehow this has become a a a trump biased platform um could somebody please explain this to me speaking of trump being in the news so uh there was that (laughs) brilliant brilliant raid on mar-a-lago the other day uh, where the FBI went in armed uh, with um, military-grade weapons, uh, a locksmith. Uh, they broke open Trump's safe to discover, like every other investigation about Trump, nothing. They, they found nothing. Uh, and the, the warrant specifically stated that they were looking for classified White House documents that they think Trump has. Um, which is completely amusing considering the fact that, uh, if he did have these documents, he could have made photocopies of them, which they wouldn't know if he had done or not, uh, could have returned them, which they wouldn't know if he had, they never even said what specific documents they were looking for, Epstein. but, um, yeah, that was, that was their excuse for breaking into the house. You know, not long after he unofficially announced that he was running for president again. It's almost like they're they're in a panic and they just don't want this man to run again. So I tried asking a friend the other day uh, what exactly they thought Trump was going to be charged with or arrested or thrown in prison for after this raid. And I was sent this article uh, by Brookings. And I have to say... Um, The article itself has absolutely nothing to do with... The raid in particular wasn't related to January 6th, but the the article was. So that was one thing that kind of threw me off. And when I was reading the article, funny, uh, you know, somebody who has an opposing view to me sends me an article and I actually read it because I'm curious to know what they have to say. Um, However, me making this podcast, they're probably not going to listen to it. Because it's a Trump-biased podcast! Um, yeah, so this article from Brookings was written by Ellen Kemmerick, founding director, Center for Effective Public Management. It's an overpaid bullshit job. That's what she has. Um, she really doesn't contribute anything to society, is what I'm hearing. 
So uh, I'm going to actually go through this article right now because the things that I noticed right offhand was that there was a lot of accusations for things that Trump could be charged with. Could. You know, there's, there's a lot of coulds out there, things that could happen. And th that's what this article is. It's just a wish list of things that they want to charge Trump with. But even after all the hearings... Uh, two impeachments, all the investi FBI investigations, they've had nothing, absolutely nothing. It, it even got to the point where some people who instigated the Russia hoax, the one that they, they went on for, oh, it's, I'm sorry, it's still going on. The media is still trying to say that Russia uh, affected Trump's election, which the investigations came back and said, no, it didn't. They tried, but no, it didn't. Uh, they also said that Trump was a Russian asset, which is even more hilarious because why wouldn't you invade Ukraine when Trump's in office and he won't send aid or backup to Ukraine if he's an asset? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing out these common sense things but I keep hearing the same stupid arguments from people. Well, it's because he was a Russian plan. That's why they didn't go into Ukraine. Why, why would you not invade a country that you want to go into if the person that you want in power is, is there to make sure there's no help? Can, can anybody explain this shit to me? Because right now we have a president who's sending a shit ton of money over to Ukraine for absolutely no reason whatsoever. They're not a NATO member. They're not. You can argue, well, they're a sovereign nation. Yeah, and you know what? They uh, they also don't have any, any oil or, or resources that we owe, except for the whole grain thing. We don't care about food or grain. I'm going on a tangent here. If we really did, they wouldn't have allocated more money from the... Uh, Inflation Reduction Act to make sure that farmland is not used, okay? If they really cared about food, because that's really all Ukraine has to provide for the rest of the world, uh, you are the carbon they're trying to reduce. All right, so here's the article. After eight congressional hearings investigating the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol, one thing is clear, there is enough evidence to prosecute Donald Trump on a variety of charges. If uh, if these were so in-depth with evidence, for one, why hasn't Trump been charged yet, okay, if they, if they have a smoking gun? Two, why did they allow hearsay in the hearing, that thing that we've, we've deemed not legitimate in a court of law since the beginning of this country? You can't use hearsay. You can't have Betty go up on the stand and say... <clears throat> Well, I heard from Janice, who heard from her cousin, who heard from her cousin's boyfriend, that Bob likes to beat dogs. That that cannot be used as evidence, and that is exactly what they did with this whole story of Trump trying to take over the uh, the presidential car and all this other garbage that she was spewing out. You know, the stuff that she wasn't there to witness. She heard a story. And then they didn't even bring in the people who were there at the so-called event, who, the people who were with Trump at the time. No, they didn't bring them in as witnesses to collaborate the hearsay. Oh, no, they, they skipped that. 
They just made sure the media heard this story because the story itself was what they wanted. They wanted the media to cover it as if it was a fact and it's hearsay, so it's not. That's what they wanted. They wanted the story to get out, the one that they completely fabricated. Because when people actually interviewed the Secret Service and the other people who were in the car with Trump on January 6th, it never happened. So, um, yeah, these these hearings are a fucking joke, for one. Lowest, some of the lowest ratings uh, ever for something like this on television, but they keep trying to push it like it was a great sitcom. The committee has the option to refer cases to the Department of Justice for prosecution, but such a step is not necessary. By the way, this was written July 22nd, so, um, you know, from July 22nd until now, August 10th, nothing has happened. Even the raid on Mar-a-Lago wasn't related to the January 6th committee, so, um, and a lot of people are pissed off about that, because Andrew Cuomo an adversary of Trump was pissed off about the raid itself, saying that it would illegitimize the January 6th committee and any other investigations on Trump. So he wanted to know what the, the DOJ was thinking doing this. They're in a panic. That's the problem. They're panicking. They know that they're going to lose the House and the Senate because they have acted like a bunch of childish fucking douchebags for the last two years. Do you realize they just spent another trillion dollars this week? $770 trillion billion on the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which is just Build Back Better with a different name. Oh, and the stuff they cut out of the bill, they put into another bill to uh, help promote green energy. And that was, <laughs> drumroll, $230 billion. $1 trillion was spent this week. That we don't have. But hey, that's cool because they're going to get 87,000 new IRS agents in order to uh, compensate that from people who uh, make less than 400,000 a year is what they're going to concentrate on. You. They're going to focus on you. You're not paying enough. You're not paying their fair share. And each agent is going to have to justify their job being paid by allocating more money than they're getting paid. That's what's happening here. If they want to stay employed, they're going to have to bring in money whether whether you have it or not. <laughs> uh, it's almost like the mob took over. So let's move on to the, uh, the uh, constitutional violations here in the article. Already more than 800 people have been charged in connection with the January 6th events. All of them are misdemeanors. All of them. But for some reason, even uh, the bison shaman dude, uh, he got three years for sitting in a chair. Wasn't violent towards police, uh, yelled and screamed in the hallways, waved a flag, a bunch of pictures were taken of him. Uh, he got three years after he was stuck in solitary confinement and wasn't allowed to talk to his lawyer. You know, this is the type of banana republic stuff that Trump was accused of doing while he was in office. Weird. It, it's weird how the same people who are um, trying to keep this guy out of office keep screaming about a banana republic and how god-awful it is and we're losing all of our rights are taking away the rights of people that they don't agree with. 
Weird. I believe somebody pointed out this would be an ad hominem argument. Yeah. Um, assholes like to use uh, big words they think other people don't know. Uh, and then, you know, send out the definition. Like, in case you didn't know what this meant. Um, yeah, I fucking know what that means. And um, try not being a dick and acting like the person that you say you, you hate. So, um, although there have been, let's see here, connection with the general, although most have been charged with lesser crimes, misdemeanors, yeah. So far, only 50 have pleaded guilty to felony charges. Yeah, they, they pleaded guilty after being in isolated cells for over a year, some of them beaten with phone books and other objects, um, broken fingers, lacerations, uh, a couple people needed stitches after the beatings that they received. Oh, and they, they weren't allowed to talk to their lawyers. I wonder why they plead. But all along, the issue has been not what the 10,000 people who came to Washington, D.C. for the rally knew. There was far more than 10,000 there. So now they're trying to lower the number of people who are actually in D.C. during uh, the event. Hmm. For the rally knew or even what the 2,000 people who made it inside the Capitol building knew. 2,000 people didn't make it in. It was uh, a couple hundred. So now they're inflating numbers as well. Who made it inside the Capitol building knew. All along the issue has been what did the president know and what did he intend? Well, you can't prove intent. For one, if they were able to, uh, he'd already be uh, behind bars. Was this a rally that simply got out of control? Yes, and it was instigated by FBI agents who uh, <laughs> were never required to testify before the committee. Uh, we already know this. There have been several people that have been pointed out to the January 6th committee. It's like, hey, why isn't this person brought up on charges? Hey, this person was... Uh, Screaming for people to go in there and commit violent acts towards police. Why have they not been brought up on charges? And, um, yeah, these were completely ignored because they were either FBI informants or um, active agents. Or was it the first attempt ever by an American president to stage a coup? If you're the president, how do you throw a coup on yourself? Yeah, I, I would like to thank the cricket in the background for that. So here's where they uh, debunked their own case. From the hearings, we know that Trump did not even have the support of his own family and friends, nor his hand-picked White House staff. Weird. It's it's almost like there there was no plot because um, he he didn't get the help of the people closest to him, huh? To pursue his plans, he had to rely on a close group of advisors known as the Clown Show. I wonder who named that. Led by Rudy Giuliani, a pillow manufacturer and a dot-com millionaire, none of whom was in government and none of whom controlled the most important assets, tank, guns, tanks, planes, etc., needed to take over a government. Uh, you don't need guns to take over a government. You, you're going to need F-15s and nukes. 
apparently Trump didn't get the memo from Joe Biden. In contrast to most successful coups in history, Trump had no faction of the military, no faction of the National Guard, no faction of the District of Columbia Metropolitan Police at his disposal. Uh, they're, pointing, they're pointing out one very important fact here. One, Trump requested the National Guard to be in D.C. in case things got out of hand. He didn't want this to happen, and the request was denied. And there's two reasons that are assumed or speculated as to why that request was denied. One, they didn't want Trump to be able to use the military at his disposal in order to throw a coup. The other one is um, they wanted this to happen. Those are the, the, the two theories in place. Pick what you will. But the point is you can look at the request for having the National Guard in D.C. and saying Trump tried to prevent this. The other thing that happened was he also requested more police officers from the District of Columbia Metropolitan Police who refused the request for more officers because somebody, some group of people for the last year had bitched about defunding the police and not having police on the streets to do their fucking jobs. So when you have the mayor of D.C. saying, no, we're not going to have more officers out because we were repeatedly told not to do that, Whose fault is that? After almost a year of uh, people bitching about the police and, oh yeah, there's also the criticism of how they handled the riots by BLM and Antifa in Washington, D.C. less than six months prior. You know, when they set the fucking church on fire, St. John's Cathedral, the nation's cathedral, when they set that on fire, attacked the White House and went into the Capitol building... Where's the investigation for that? So, I don't want to hear shit about, like, oh, he didn't have this stuff at his disposal. Yet, you also didn't use it in order to prevent this. It's weird. They talk about prevention all the time, preventing crime, preventing this, preventing that. But when it comes to actually doing it, no. Nope. Uh, sorry. Not going to happen. And it's because of who requested it. I have a feeling if Trump didn't request it... They'd be criticizing him for have, not having the National Guard there. They'd be criticizing him for not asking for more police. But he did. It's on record. So it's a mute argument and a mute point. As we learn from some of the most recent hearings, it was Vice President Mike Pence who was in contact with the military and the police. And most importantly, the military and the police were taking orders from Pence, not Trump. Yeah, I do believe that's false because the military and the police really were not present. Uh, so are, are they trying to blame Pence here for the police allowing people into the Capitol building? Is that what this is assuming? During the entire 187 minutes between Trump calling for the mob to march to the Capitol and his meek video gently asking the mob to go home, he made no calls to the military, National Guard, or the Metropolitan Police because there was nobody to call. The National Guard were not brought in the day before as he requested. You cannot fault him for that. Metropolitan Police didn't want to work with Trump. 
So how can you fault him for that? Uh, yeah, as for the military, he, the president can't call him the military because of posse comitatus on, on U.S. soil. Sorry. Like, that's, that's not a thing. That would be the National Guard, and the National Guard is not run by the president. It's run by the governor. <laughs> These are all, oh my god. Um, yeah, so they're talking about 187 minutes. I seem to remember Bush taking longer to go on TV during 9-11. Oh, I'm sorry, this was worse than 9-11. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, yeah, he didn't call for the mob. I love the wording on this. The mob to march to the Capitol. He asked his followers to go patri patriotically and peacefully to the Capitol to be heard. Peacefully. I, I Peacefully. A peaceful mob. <laughs> what do you... Oh, I'm sorry. That's BLM's motto. They're a peaceful mob. <laughs> But, yeah, he he ordered the mob to go there. Uh-huh. So, uh, let's move on. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, was surprised that Trump never called him because he's a fucking asshole and wouldn't do shit. That's, uh, that's what that is. Uh, him and Milley were not getting along. Did Donald Trump really think that 2,000 people, many of whom were unarmed, could take control of the Capitol against a mobilized law enforcement and the military? They did take over the Capitol. But the Capitol is just a building. It's a symbol. It's not the actual government. And that's what these people are pissed about. So now they're trying to claim that these 2,000 people that don't exist uh, took over over the Capitol building. Or at least they tried to, but they didn't. So which is it? Did they take over the Capitol building or didn't they? Because now they're trying to argue, did Trump really think that 2,000 people, many of whom were unarmed, there were no guns there, could take control of the Capitol against a mobilized law enforcement and military? The military was not there. As for law enforcement, law enforcement were waving people in. One guy's already been acquitted of all charges because of the video footage of him being waved in by the police officer. This is not trespassing. That is what the judge said. So, again, another uh, horrible argument made by, I don't know, what is this person? Did Trump really think that a riot so dangerous that it sent one of the most loyal supporters, Senator Josh Haley, running for his life through the halls of Congress, would have the Republican backing needed to succeed? He wasn't intending on this happening. It was a show. Not the raiding of the Capitol, but the rally itself. And as for, like, throwing Josh Hawley in here, like, what what is the point of this? Like, I'm surprised they didn't bring up AOC's debunk story. Did Trump really think that a riot could force congressional leaders who were, by then, in secure locations in the Capitol complex, along with Vice President Pence, to delay their constitutional duties? It wasn't the point of delaying the duties or changing the—well— 
It was trying to make sure that the voting was not codified because none of the evidence that was gathered to show that the election was a fraud was ever looked at. Every court that it had gone to said that it was without merit, therefore none of the evidence presented to the court was ever looked at. That was the problem. That's why these people were there. There's also the uh, precedent set by the 2000 election Bush v. Gore. Because the main argument was these states changed the rules of the election prior to the election without going through Congress, the state Congress, the only way that you can do this. Instead, it was governor ordered due to a pandemic. But there's no stipulation in the Constitution that a pandemic changes the Constitution. None. So in order for these states to change the election rules, they still have to go through the process. And there's no reason they couldn't go through the process considering we have, I don't know, Zoom, Skype, all the technology where they could actually, they're the ones who could do their jobs from home, and yet they refuse to do it. Fascinating. So no, the, uh, the election should not have been codified by the vice president. That's, that's my opinion, and there's several senators who are in the process of trying to make sure that didn't happen because there needed to be an investigation to find out what the fuck happened in 2020. Because as we know, with 2016, there's a lot of arguments about whether or not that was legitimate. Huh. And what side was arguing that? Oh, yeah. And who was trying to make sure that the, uh, the Electoral College, <laughs> the superdelegates... All these people who had to make sure that the Electoral College was finally and officially counted. How many people were saying, like, well, I mean, they're, they're delegates. They don't have to vote how their district voted. They, they could say it was Hillary who won the district. And, and, and can we just cross our fingers and hope that's what happens? That happened. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> They tried to override an election in 2016. They tried to override an election in 2000. Uh, anytime uh, a certain party loses, man, do they they definitely try to make sure that uh, that there's a lot of questions out there, and uh, they even try to change things in the background. But an incompetent coup attempt could still be treason. As defined as, the betrayal of one's own country by attempting to overthrow the government through waging war against the state or material aid to its enemies. Wow, okay. Um, so when does most of Congress get brought up on charges for this? Because uh, Nancy Pelosi's in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Mitch McConnell's in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Hunter Biden, who gets money for his dad through the Chinese Communist Party. Um, there's a long list of people who are aiding and abetting our enemies who are currently in office right now. And nobody's doing a damn thing about it. Remember Miss Bang Bang? Many will argue that Trump committed treason, particularly because the definition of treason simply requires the attempt, not success, in overthrowing the government. Yeah, that would be the 2020 election, which they wrote an article about how they uh, <clears throat> committed treason and bragged about it afterwards. However, there are other grounds to prosecute him. He could be prosecuted, could be prosecuted for obstructing an official proceeding. 
Okay, I don't recall him being in the room trying to stop them. In his efforts to block the Electoral College vote, which never should have taken place because... Drumroll! There was evidence of fraud. He could be prosecuted for conspiracy to defraud the United States for his various schemes to overturn the election. Hillary repeatedly tried to overturn the election. Repeatedly. Over and over again in 2016. Don't want to fucking hear about it. He could be prosecuted for dereliction of duty for his refusal to intervene to stop the attack on the Capitol. Oh, by trying to make sure the National Guard and Metropolitan Police were there like they should have been, but their requests were denied. That's dereliction of duty. Talk to the other two people who said no. He could be prosecuted for, I love it. He could be, could be prosecuted. It's a lot of coulds and we hope. And these are things we'd like to have happen, except they know they don't have a case. That's what this is. For inciting an insurrection. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which is passed after the Civil War to keep Confederates out of office, could be used to keep him from ever running for office again. Yeah, I've seen this uh, posted a couple of times. And... Um, for one, uh, the Confederate Party doesn't exist anymore, so that's fun. It provides no person shall hold any off. I love how it's dot, 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 which means they cut out a ton of shit. So any, any of the important stuff that stipulates how this works, they just cut out. They just want it to sound like it applies to Donald Trump. Hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same. Okay, so they're talking about this oath to the Constitution, except we now have a government filled with people who continuously bypass the Constitution repeatedly over and over again uh we now have an administration who takes their orders from the world economic forum and the united nations and the ccp so that's um for one it's treason because uh the u.n the world economic none of these organizations for one, are elected. None of them are adherent to the Constitution, which is the number one priority. Uh, there's also Biden trying to bypass the Constitution repeatedly by not acknowledging the rulings of the Supreme Court, who deem several of his laws and actions and executive orders as unconstitutional. We're still going to do it. So, um, yeah... This whole, um, I have a huge issue with this because these are the same people who just recently had a memo leaked by the FBI. I love how the FBI keeps coming up on this. The memo leaked by the FBI who uh, has a problem with people who take an oath under the Constitution. It's in there. 
it's flat out in there in plain English, the Oath Keepers. We're going to defend this nation from any enemies, foreign and domestic. They have an issue with that phrase. Yet they took the same oath, but obviously they're not going to abide by it. And the FBI is currently run by... <laughs> it's, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the the armed wing of the west wing it's um yeah these these are the people who are trying to go after trump for not abiding by his oath and they're not abiding by their oath it's it's insane oh we meant it when we took the oath these people no <sighs> So the whole article, if you were to sum this up, it's very short. That was the end of it. I'm, I'm really surprised at how short this thing was. They didn't go into any of the evidence whatsoever that they have because there is none, uh, quite frankly. It's a lot of like, we could, we should, we hope to. Um, it's basically a wet dream for the left as to like, these are things that could happen. Just just fill your dreams and go to sleep at night knowing that one day he could be behind bars. Um, this is the same insanity that a lot of people have about Hillary Clinton. I'm just going to point that out. It, but it's, it's from the opposite party. And while I think Hillary Clinton is a god-awful, horrible per human being who did far more heinous crimes than Trump ever did, uh, including covering up her her husband's pedophile ring. <clears throat> um, yeah, this is the same fervor. Like Hillary's not in office. You know, if if she ever was brought up on charges, um, please let it be like some civil thing where where it's an open court and we get to hear about all the horrible, god awful stuff that she did that she's being prosecuted for. As for this. Um, I'm just going to repeat what Obama said, but imagine, imagine this is uh, Trump saying it to Hillary. I, uh, I have something that you never have, and that is the title of president of the United States. Um, yeah, except uh, Hillary will also never be president. Um, it's funny. The, the same federal judge who signed off on the warrant to raid Mar-a-Lago was a former Jeffrey Epstein attorney. And some might automatically, well, just because he, you know, defended somebody doesn't mean that he's a horrible person. No, no, it doesn't. But when you leave your job as a prosecuting attorney in the same state that Jeffrey Epstein is being uh, brought up on charges in, when you leave your job as the prosecutor and seven days later open your own law firm for the sole purpose of defending two of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, cohorts. And they're in photos with Jeffrey Epstein. Do I need to say more? Do I need to be more blunt or obvious of, about what this is? Are we, are, we, are we at that point now? Or It doesn't mean anything. like who who signed off on this and why haven't they announced as to like what the justification for it was i mean aside from so so here's what we know somebody showed a photo of torn documents and i remember when this photo leaked and it was 
God, this was, what, six years ago? It was not long after Trump was in office. They're trying to claim that he was flushing documents down the toilet. But the documents didn't... It's like he forgot to flush and somebody went in there for the sole purpose of taking a picture in a toilet to try to prove that Donald Trump is flushing documents down the toilet? Okay, this is uh, this is the, the level of insanity here as to what's going on. So they have these photos of shredded paper in a toilet. And that was the justification to go to Mar-a-Lago while Trump's not there, shredding documents and flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> and raid his place to find absolutely nothing. This is the level of crazy that we are at right now. Well, these these photos from, from anywhere USA... <laughs> At any time, USA was justification to raid a former president. They didn't do this with Nixon. I'm just going to point that out. They didn't do this with Nixon. When it came to um, executive privilege, Dick Cheney, he was uh, not required to testify. He didn't have to hand over any documents. Executive privilege, it's all top secret. Nope, don't have to hand it over. That was the end of the conversation. And he's responsible for how many people that died? How many people is Trump responsible for killing? I mean, other than that one raid that happened in Yemen. Any numbers here? Because, I don't know, the, the economy was going well. He had one botched raid in Yemen... They killed the uh, daughter of Zahiri. So three members of that family gone without any uh, prosecution, conviction, nothing. So three members of that family gone. Two of them under Obama never will be prosecuted for killing an American citizen without uh, due process. That will never happen. Uh, best economy numbers ever. Lowest unemployment rates for African Americans in the country ever. But he was a racist. He was a total racist. He he didn't... So racist, he didn't create any policies that made sure black people remained unemployed. Because <laughs> after all, an employed black person is reliant on liberals to help them survive. You know, the same people who claim that black people don't know where the DMV is. They don't know how to get a driver's license. Black people don't know how to vote. Black people don't know. They think black people don't know how to do a lot of things. And I don't know if that's because they're admitting how shitty the public school system is, or they just think black people are stupid. Take your pick, but there's a lot of accusations coming from the left that black people just can't figure shit out. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know how to label it anything other than this is a racist statement. And I remember a university professor when when I was in school who was trying to make this argument of like, well, black people don't know where to find a DMV. And every black person in the classroom gave her this look like, bitch, did you just call me stupid? I got a driver's license. I drove my car here. I got the job. <laughs> I got insurance on it. I pay my rent. I pay for my kids' child support. Or I'm married. 
there was a lot of pissed off people in that room. And this was 2010, 2011, long before like the whole woke thing really blew up and came out. Yeah. Um, they're not doing themselves any favors. The Democratic Party are not doing themselves any favors. They they fail up. Anybody who's a worthless piece of shit gets promoted. Anybody who's worth an an ounce of of gold is thrown aside. We can't use you. Talking about Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, like all the people that Democrat real centrists and democrats actually wanted the party did not pick because it's not a democratic process the party picks these people and the weird thing is they they claim that the republicans are a bunch of fucking fascists and yet they have a process for their their election that donald trump was able to get in someone who they say is not a republican but their system is set up to where that could happen whereas with democrats no, no, we're not going to we're not going to pick this. No. No. This is the the worthless bitch who didn't even get a vote in her own fucking state. We're going to choose her as the vice president. And and the potato in chief. The the guy who can't form a fucking sentence and uh lives off of the the scent of children. Uh that's who we want to have running the office. The guy who has to call, close a lid at 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. During the election. Can't even function on an election campaign. That is who the party picked. It's not who the people picked. It's not. And it's not who the people elected either. There's no... There's... <laughs> the Democrats are so fucking racist. The largest turnout they ever had was the first Obama election. Oh, no, no, no. We, we have to have an old white man beat that. So that we can still claim that black people are oppressed. <laughs> we elected a black president in a majority white nation, but we still have to uphold that black people are oppressed. Otherwise, the whole BLM thing just doesn't work. The riots doesn't, the rage doesn't work. <laughs> we can't use that. <laughs> We're absolutely worthless. Because the whole point is to cause a problem that cannot be fixed, but we have the solution, and the solution causes more problems. That is how it functions. And that is that is the lie that I've... The, the, the notion that the Democrats help is the lie that I finally came to realize. And, uh, yeah, they're not. They're not here to help. If... If a nonprofit actually did its job, it would put itself out of business. And you don't really see all that many non Republican nonprofit organizations. And when you do, it's something shitty and something stupid. Like Sarah Palin's daughter going around doing, like, uh, what was it? Uh, abstinence only sex ed. Somebody who's had two kids out of wedlock. Yeah, uh, you have stupid shit like that. And I acknowledge that. I'll, I'll point it out. I fucking hate hypocrisy. I don't even like Trump all that much. Okay? I don't like him as a person. I kind of like his policies. I even like Steve Bannon. Okay? Which, after watching a documentary on that guy, I'm like, how the fuck did I not know this shit about this guy? He's actually really intelligent. makes a lot of fucking sense. I like Steve Bannon. The, the, the one that they couldn't find anything on that was really negative, so they just made him out to be, like, some angry, drunk, racist alcoholic. 
which none of that is true either. Come to find out, weird. So yeah, I got sick of the lies. I got sick of um, all the things that I was told to believe without any backing. Kind of like what happened with the, I don't know, Catholic schools. No, no, you're just going to believe this because we say so. Mm, no. Nope. Sorry, like, I don't give a shit about your pronouns. Like, this is not a priority for me. How about you get your fucking head out of your ass and actually start doing some things that fucking matter? That would be great. And maybe don't legalize things like pooping and peeing in the streets where, you know, perverts and degenerates can do this shit in front of our children now. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be... a like, if you didn't have that happening, maybe certain places around the United States would be a nice place to live. But no, we're not getting that. Instead, we're just told to shut up. Our opinions don't matter. These homeless people who don't contribute anything, they have the right to be able to defecate in front of your child if they want. Weird. I don't get it. I don't understand the mentality. I don't understand... I was a never-Trumper, and um, I got sick of the lies. So um, I know that certain people are just not going to hear this podcast, and uh, at this point, I really just don't give a shit because I'm tired of being treated by like garbage by people that I used to respect. And that's the sad thing. People that I was there for in their time of need... People who weren't there for me when I really needed somebody to be there. But I overlooked that because uh, I'd like to think I'm a good person. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe how I vote for somebody really does dictate as to whether or not I'm a good person. As shallow as that is, maybe that's all there is to people. Because I used to think I was a lot more than that. And I used to think that other people were, were better than that. But apparently not. Apparently, if I just ask somebody a question, it deserves to be rebuttaled and and uh, insulted. And it's... Dude, all I'm saying is I respect your opinion. And I just want to know why you think this. I'm here to, I'm listening, but when you send me this article, which is just, it's it's nothing. It's an opinion piece. There's nothing here. They have nothing. For six years, they have had nothing. I want some fucking evidence. If Trump did something, why is he not behind bars? Why have we had, why have we had two different impeachments and neither one of them turned out anything we've had the russia investigation turned out nothing we've had how many fbi investigations that turned out nothing 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 is there they just don't like the guy and that's fine i don't really fucking like him either but the thing is i'm not focusing on the person who's no longer president i'm focusing on the person who is in office right now That has done nothing but run this country into the fucking ground. And made it more bankrupt. One trillion dollars in the last week was spent. 
We already have $30 trillion in national debt, not including all the other unofficial off-the-books shit that's not thrown in there. We have more debt than we have national GDP for the year, and our GDP is going down. Our interest rates are going up. Our fucking nation is insolvent. We couldn't afford to defend ourselves if we were raided by Canada. We are broke. We're a bunch of broke-ass bitches. And we have a, a, an administration right now that just continues to print money and cause more inflation. It's fucking insane. That is my issue. It's not Trump. It's the dipshits that are still in charge doing all this garbage. And yeah, Trump contributed to it. Obama contributed to it. Bush contributed to it. Everybody who's previously been in office and is currently still in office right now, including Fred Upton, contributes to this. They're not helping. They are killing the future, not just for your kid, but for your grandkid and your great-grandkids. The future is fucking over for them. $30 trillion, regardless of what you want to say, is a lot of fucking money. And the interest... And the amount of money that we owe on top of that cannot be paid back. It is a fucking debt debt card. It's a fucking credit card that can never be paid off. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm I'm fucking tired of Biden. I'm fucking arguing done arguing with people who I I I at this point the the way that <laughs> things are turning out. You posted some mean stuff. Out of all the time and everything that I spent, effort, like the the, the slap in the face in return is just uh, appalling. It, it's these are the actions of awful people, and um, I I have no regrets. I regret voting for Hillary the first time. I don't regret anything that came after that. I'll leave it at that. You are the carbon that they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just, just buy gold and silver it's it's a better investment and uh you might actually have something to trade later on when the world (laughs) falls apart